Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Morning. My name is Dr. Janie Lacey, and I help people break free of toxic relationships and patterns so that they can thrive in their life, love, and business. And I pinned my link up at the top 
whether you are a male or female, you are welcome to join my Women Redeem community as we journey together on a healing journey as we continue to learn and grow through what we go through. But that's not what I want to talk about this morning, because when I think about in whom or what do you trust, oh my, this just gets me so excited. But there's some lessons, there's a lot of lessons, I should say, that I have learned and witnessed from helping people recover from trusting in the wrong things and wrong people, as well as through my own journey throughout my life. Boy, I have some lessons. <laughs> but I want to share with you a few of those lessons through the lens of my personal faith walk. And I reference the Bible and I reference God as my higher power. So you fill in what that means to you. But one of the many lessons I have come to understand comes from a verse, John 13, 7. When Jesus replied, you don't realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Woof, when I think about that, that verse and how deep, how deeply ingrained walking that out in my life. Because when I think about it, God is not concerned with our trust. He's concerned more with our trust than he is with our talent, more committed to our character than our career. And he's more interested in our obedience than our sacrifice. It's been the story of my life. Because of our desire to get what we want when we want it, we naturally tend to rush the process and attempt to put God on our timeline. Now, I know I'm not the only one <laughs> that has stepped in that trap. But we set our expectations high and we create our own schedule and we start racing towards that finish line, right? And then when our expectations aren't met, we feel frustrated because we haven't met our goals. But there is something God wants more than your speed, hard work, or mighty efforts. God wants your trust. And this is not my acronym. I do not know where this acronym came, but when I heard it, it, st it, st it, st it stuck with me. But trust, total reliance upon spiritual timing trust. God wants my trust. He wants your trust. Total reliance upon spiritual timing. Not easy, right? Sometimes we hear things and we think, wow, it can make us feel more hopeless <laughs> because we're like, wow, that does, it sounds easy. But I think about seeing the unseen. So in Hebrews eleven seven, this is one of my favorite biblical stories because I can, I can unpack it all day if you give me <laughs> the opportunity, but I won't do that. But faith led Noah to listen when God warned him about the things in the future that he could not see. Think about this. He obeyed God and he built a ship to save his family. Through faith, Noah condemned the world and he received God's approval that only came through his faith. Noah's story to me is a wonderful example of what it looks like to truly trust something besides herself. For me, it's to trust God. Think about it. Noah was obedient. He was patient <laughs> and he was willing to be seen as crazy by others who wouldn't and didn't understand what he was doing. And I can imagine, even as I share that, that there are thoughts that you're going to where you were, you saw a vision for your life. You saw that God laid a path out for you and you started walking that path and people were telling you, no, you ain't going to do that. Oh, you crazy. Right. I know I'm not the only one that has heard that, but think about it. They couldn't see what Noah saw or hear what he heard, 
So remember, trust is what enables us to access the voice of God with greater intensity and clarity. And these qualities protected Noah and they preserved his legacy and his family. If you know the story, he trusted God's instruction even when others were humiliating him. So have you trusted God's voice when others were humiliating you, telling you were crazy, telling you you can't do it, all the, the negative critics outside of yourself, not even talking about the ones within you. But he took the time to build the ark and he didn't rush. This is key for me. He didn't rush. After the flood, Noah, he first sent that raven and then a dove to test that land to see if it was ready for his family to emerge. But when that dove returned without a branch, if you know the story, Noah then knew the place, as the Bible says, for his feet was not yet ready. So the water still covered the land. But later the dove returned with the branch, signaling that the wait was over. So building our spiritual trust is the primary way that can equip our experiences to be incredible. Oof, just gives me chills thinking about it. So I wanna to talk to you about how you can block your own blessing. And then I wanna hear from you as to what has landed in anything that I have shared from your journey in your life. So I want you to grab your coffee or tea, because not everybody drinks coffee. And I want you to pull up, because I strongly think that what we believe we build and what we doubt we delay. So just imagine what would happen if you, yes, you, got grounded in your faith and you trusted the unseen and you looked at the future as your friend. So how can you trust and step into the future that you desire? I know I'm not the only one that's had this reflection at times throughout my life. Have you ever sat back to reflect on, hmm, why hasn't that happened yet? I've been going after this goal. I've been dreaming this dream. Why hasn't it happened yet? One of the things I've learned is that we first have to consider how we, how you can block your own building of the life that you want to live by first reflecting on how you feel about your future. Just think about that for a minute. How do you feel about your future? Because one of the ways and how we block our blessing is when we wait for it, is when we misalign with the future that God has for us, when we operate in the realm of how other people think and even how we think, which is shaped by how other people think and how they have taught us to think. As if he talked about this morning, when we think about what we think about, I'm gonna take it one step further. Where did that thinking even come from? Where did it originate from? Because that could be the block to your blessing. And so much, so many of us operate, I know when I woke up, I woke up, <laughs> but so many of us operate with a lower level conditioning and programming that will not get us walking into the future with the mindset of collecting our blessings and prosperity. And prosperity I'm referring to as our success. And success looks different for each and every one of us. So I'm talking about your promised land of your future and not what you want to just post on social media. <laughs> because if we continue to operate with the mindset of the thinking that has gotten us here, we may continue to delay 
but I know these were the traps in my life, procrastination, overthinking, overanalyzing, and then our future will look more like our present. I don't know about you, but I wanna keep getting better, better, better than the woman I am today. So growth many times comes untimely. Think about this. Just as when we're working out, our muscles, we're getting sore, there's lack of motivation. Usually when we wanna exercise, it's not necessarily convenient. So when I think about growth, it comes many times from untimely and inconvenience. Think about this. You know, I know I was talking the other day with a friend about Mary J. Blanche who's coming in town and, and as many of you are fans potentially of the Super Bowl that she was one of the, the only female performer. But she's been open in her um, interviews and you can read it in articles, but she got her body, her, you know, they call it a breakup body after she went through her nasty breakup with her partner, with her husband. Right? <laughs> it was an inconvenience to get to where she wanted to get to from her physical goal. Right, and we get that term, the breakup body, but usually has come at the cost of a time that was inconvenient, as an example, think about your own life. Or perhaps you discovered metaphorically that you actually could swim after the person you thought would always be there for you didn't throw you the life raft when they saw you that you were drowning. You see, when God's promise comes to fruition, you see a major life shift happening with, some people refer to it as the God wink, I like to say it's a gentle nudge, but we can miss it when we're operating from a place of fatigue, worry, or doubt. But trust changes what we see and how, that's the key word for me, how we hear. You know, last night I was in my Women Redeemed groups. I'm running my in-person group right now. And again, if you want to join our um, online community, feel free to click the link in the top. We'd be, uh, we'd love to have you. But in that, last night, you know, we were just talking about a lot of different people that are in a place of fatigue or worry or doubt. It's hard for them to really be able to, to hear things in the way they need to hear it in the time that they need to hear it. And I know that when I look at, I can read the same exact book that I read 10 years ago, but if I'm reading it today, I'm going to hear something very different than what I heard 10 years ago because of the place that I'm in today. Because it takes us to open our eyes to see, and when we have ears to hear, we have to recognize the destiny tug, which invites us into the very thing we've prayed for. I'm sure you've heard this saying, that the very thing sometimes we prayed for, we get it, just doesn't come in the way that we thought it was gonna come to us, <laughs> but yet, it comes. Listening for those divine tugs and recognizing that they're not just coincidences, right? We sometimes say, oh, it's just a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. Well, that's just me. But that can be your secret weapon when it comes to entering. Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. The next level of what God has for you. Some people refer to it as intuition. 
But we can doubt the future that we prayed for, and instead we can prosecute the future. Think about that. Oh, I'm getting older. I think I heard someone mention um, earlier this week when they were using the example of someone, um, the, the, the owner and the founder of KFC, that he came to his discovery of his greatest riches when he was in his second chapter of life. But we can prosecute every single decision that would walk us into our new life. We over-evaluate it. I know I do. That's what I'm saying we. We overanalyze it, but then we make quick decisions, easy decisions on the superficial things. All kinds of reasons, all kinds of rationalizations. Remember, and if you talked about this this morning, our inner enemy sometimes is a rational, what I call a rational liar. <laughs> so if you decide to settle for where you are and to settle for what is safe and to settle for what is easy and to not be willing to inconvenience yourself, do you really think that you're developing the I'll say the skill set necessary to become, whether it's the entrepreneur or to build the dream life. But more importantly, to be a true life changer, because how you're going to change the lives of other people, if you can't, if you keep defaulting back to the rational lies and to the excuses and to the convenience. I'm a big believer and I stick to it. We can only bring people as far as we've been ourselves. So if you keep defaulting back to your old self, how can you really make an impact in other people's life if you have yet to do it in your own? And I know I'm ruffling someone's feathers, but I want you to grow, get in there. Because if you keep defaulting back to the convenience of allowing yourself to stay who you are, think about it. How can you change, whether it's the family, whether it's your clients, whether it's people in your workplace, how can you influence at their moment with you to be better before their moment with you. So look, I'm just saying what I've experienced in my own life, but also over the last 15 years of walking people literally from their moment of disappointment, disruption, taking their mess into their message, turning their message into a mission, and then monetizing that mission in such a way that is in alignment with their divine assignment. What is your divine assignment today? Another huge blessing blocker is exactly that is disappointment working with people day in and day out have that have just been disappointed in life disappointed by making the wrong decisions marrying the wrong person inviting the wrong business into their life because you know a lot of people will tell me and maybe this was you i know this was me at some point <laughs> and i'm going to give you an example that i see for many of the women in my community that it didn't work out I was in that before, Janie, I did that before. But let me tell you this, that has absolutely positively nothing to do with the new opportunity of today and tomorrow. It has nothing to do even with God. That usually has to do with you. So this is the best example that I can give you <laughs> because most people can relate to it in this sense. I know um, many of the women, especially last night, we were actually talking about this. But think about this, if you were in a bad relationship you dated the wrong man, you picked the wrong man, and I'm using just heterosexual female language because that's the majority of who I work with. Is it the next man's problem or will it become his problem if you transfer it to him? And that was a question I asked him last night. Well, I'm never gonna get married again. I'm never gonna date again. All men are dogs or you know, blah, 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 blah. We can fill in the blanks. But the question I had asked them, and I want, you can fill in this blank and whatever is in your life right now. 
But because you dated the wrong man or you picked the wrong man, is it the next man's problem if it if you transferred it to him? But is it his fault? And should he have to go above and beyond to make up for someone else? <laughs> you know, what I'll hear many times in couples therapy, well, he knows I had trust issues. He knows I was cheated on before, right? So in that moment, I may not say it to them in that moment because he may not be ready to hear it, but all she's doing is transferring the problems that she brought into the relationship and now she just passed the, passed the bag and made it someone else's responsibility to help solve it for her. And many people really believe that, that it's your responsibility to help me through what I went through before I even met you. Because when we do that, and we make it someone else, that essentially you, in this example with some of my women in my group, that you've chosen because of certain things that were broken or misaligned, you know, I get, I get why some people turn out to, to not be, I want to say this, I understand and get that some people turn out to not be who their representative, and I do say they representative said they would be, <laughs> right in the beginning, people in couples therapy will constantly say, well, he said, or she said that she would always do this or always will be that, that was their representative, if you know what I mean. But if you're an entrepreneur and you're stepping out into a new path, if you allow that to take you out, <laughs> what has happened before, and you're bringing it into your now and into your future, wow, how easy it is to distract you from your destiny because someone didn't deliver. Or maybe you just didn't do the work either. We want, if we want to speak truth this morning, because I want you to be different, let's just talk about it with Janie Lacey. Maybe you just didn't do the work. Maybe the style of how, let's say, using the relationship example, how that person showed up didn't match your style. That's not necessarily a reflection of them now, is it? But let me put it this way. Personal responsibility is one of the most spiritually mature things that we can learn to do and to stop blaming other people. Every result you don't have in your life is a byproduct of your decisions that you've either made or you didn't make. How you showed up or you didn't show up how you follow through or didn't follow through. So look, this is the question. Is it time for a shift and not just any shift? Oof, there's going to be some shifters <laughs> today. And I'm talking about an up shift. You see, the future is calling. The future is calling right now. I've gotten used to over the last, well, well over the last decade of seeing people miss the opportunity to shift. It happens every single day. And for many of you, you've been missing the windows because of blindness. And that blindness usually comes from because of lack of belief. For me, the Bible says that there was a town. For you, it can be a story. The Bible says there was a town where you know, you may even know this story, that Christ could do no miracles because of their lack of belief. And miracles happen in your life when you don't believe in yourself is the question I'd wanna ask you. Can miracles happen in your life when you don't believe in yourself? When you don't believe that you're worthy of the now, when you don't believe that the opportunity is actually speaking to you because you look at the future as your foe and your enemy, your inner enemy, I should say,'s voice is your friend, all right? You go back to those negative thoughts that if he was talking about this morning, you believe that that is your friend versus the unseen of the future, that it could be so much better and greater. So you'll hunker down when you will make a case against yourself about the very thing that you want and you won't even be created enough, creative enough to use the mind that God has given you to make something happen when you've done it 
for the things that you were actually, that were actually, listen to this, actually beneath you, or should I say people who were beneath you? I've seen people many, many times in the professional counseling realm that have given more to people who were below their standards or have done things that were below their standards because they were yet to heal. It's time to heal so that you have an upshift. Let me start wrapping this up for you. When I was up for two hours, uh, <laughs> I was up at the, the 3.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time writing out my thoughts for you and um, God was putting some fire under me. He really was speaking to me, really. So many times we're scared and we're fearful because it's actually what we were made for. The Bible says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. But you don't have to be afraid of yourself just because you are wonderful. And I'm telling you right now that you are, that it's time for you to step into your voice. Your voice. This is where we are. We are on an app for voice for such a time as this. This is the season. This is the thing you have been waiting for and praying for, whatever that thing is. I don't know, right? You know what's going on in your life, but you know what it is. You know the opportunity that is waiting before you that you are thinking about questioning about it. Think about it, that you watched it as though it was a movie or a TV show. I always refer to Netflix scenes in my head of things that have happened in my past. <laughs> like That would be a blockbuster. But think about it. When you play out things as a movie or a TV show for entertainment, the way you scroll on social media. Perhaps you've been watching for a long time the same thing and saying one day, oh, someday. But let me tell you, there is nothing that compares to becoming the person capable of the things that you pray for, what you believe you actually build. For what you doubt, you will continue to delay. And it is my hope and my invitation that you, that you'll stop blocking your own blessings that you will unblock your future by making a decision today. And my decision, my definition of the word decide is simply to enter. Will you give yourself permission to enter the incredible, even if that means you're just getting started? People, we start doing the comparison and looking at, well, this person has this, or this person has been doing this, or this person has more numbers on Instagram. Even if that means that you're in the middle of what it is that you love, but you felt stuck. And this is something that will help you to, upshift to go higher and move further. And let me say this, and I'm a big believer of this, and I've walked this out in my own life. You do not have to start at the bottom. That is a rational lie, <laughs> a lie from the pit of hell. You can start at the top if you align with those who are at the top who have the top strategies. Make sure they have, this is a key, at least for me, being a woman of faith, make sure they have the same values, the same belief system, because I believe the believer needs to be bathing in a soul of supernatural belief. And I believe that, but also make sure they have a mass market success at the level you desire. And they need to carry the calibrate mantle and the calibrate desire. And the mantle simply means that they have the caliber of the mantle that is representative of the future that you see for yourself. And this is how my opinion is and my thoughts about this. It's not someone who's just a step ahead of you, but someone who is a leap ahead of you. We pray for outcomes, but what we should be really be praying for is income. And I'm not talking about money before you, somebody uh, gets a little hairy here. You don't pray for money. You pray that there is something that moves within you, not an outcome of what you experience, but an incoming of a new mindset, a new skill set, and a new ability, a new spiritual capacity. And that's going to come through a moment of inconvenience. So the question is, and I have a few minutes, and I do want to hear from at least one or two of you. The question is, how have you been blocking your future? And it is it time to really just wake up and to look at all the things that you rationalize and tell yourself 
So who wants to step up to the mic and share how they have blocked their own blessing as you reflect on your own journey as I was speaking? Because when you share your story, you give others the courage to speak truth to theirs. So let's go. I want to hear from some of you. And um, if there are other moderators who see someone flashing, because I'm always uh, a little challenging doing, doing both. But go ahead. Um, I see um, Lady Jules. Go ahead. We'll start with you. Hello, everybody. And I think it's grand rising to everyone. This is Lady Jules sending you love and gratitude from London. Um, Gina, thank you so much for this wonderful message that you've, you've shared with us. And I can hear the passion in your voice. And I love that passion. And that passion is going to keep us awake all day. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you for this space, uh, Glenn, and all the wonderful moderators. Um, what I, I feel that as a transformation coach, um, and I've been, I've been doing this on a private basis for a long, long time, um, it's we can always try our best to take someone to, this to their best levels and beyond to help them reach their dreams, even, even if we've never walked that walk before. But we have to walk um, what we preach, what we what we talk, we have to walk what we talk, but it doesn't mean that we have the same dreams, right? What I'm saying is we have to believe in what we deliver always, always. And I, I like to give faith in everything that I deliver. I've, whenever I reach out to someone, I like to give faith that that person will achieve every time I reach out to that person. Um, obviously, you can't bring a horse to, th to the water if the horse refused to drink. <laughs> Um, but uh, faith is the ultimate thing, and I've had very good experiences so far, and so far so good, fingers crossed, touch wood. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, I just want to say that we, we must just have faith. We just must have faith in whatever we do and whatever we share, um, and just live it and walk it and live in faith and grace. Um, I, I, I'm in this, um, every day I hear people this is such an amazing app. We and this room, especially this room, it it has welcome, and we have so many leaders coming together to uplift each other. But when I go to some rooms, I hear people putting other people down all the time. Um, you know, they're giving flowers to someone, but they're actually putting someone else down. And um, I I feel that is such a shame. But we must live every day to to lift someone else up no matter how we feel inside. Because when we lift someone else up with love, the love will grow within us. And let that love take away any form of resentment. I find resentment is a very, very scary, very, very scary emotion. And that emotion that I blocked from myself, because that emotion is not welcome in my space, not in my mind, not in my soul. Because resentment is going to fester and it's going to grow into regret and it's going to affect people around us. So never, never allow resentment to, to grow um, and to block our visions. And uh, yeah, that's my little share. I hope that brings value and uh, that brings you love and joy for the rest of the day and the rest of the week. God bless you all. This is Lady Jules and I yield the mic.
Well, thank you so much, uh, Lady Jules. And just as your profile says, you definitely brought us some value because you're absolutely right. You uh, just summarize the story of my professional career in the sense that I cannot bring the horse to drink the water, right? I can only be their Yoda. <laughs> and the true transformation truly comes from them. And we choose the communities and we choose the spaces that we choose to be in and they're either going to uplift us or bring us down so so uh, kate i just want to give the two last shares i did see two people flashing them i'm going to turn it over to kate so so ada and then dakota and then we'll turn it over to kate thank you so much i've really been inspired by what has been shared this morning so far but what i wanted to say is out of the abundance of a man's heart the mouth speaks and i've found in life a degree for myself that when I don't deal with my heart, when I don't deal with things that maybe um, things that I have suppressed and I've not addressed, then it oozes out in speech. And when it oozes out in speech, it changes the atmosphere. And when it changes the atmosphere around you, people cannot connect with you. And then it becomes a vicious cycle. So whenever I hear myself going into negative speech, which is not very often, but when I do, it's time to check what is in my heart. What is it that I have not addressed? What do I need to do differently? What is the wisdom key that will unlock the thing that is making me go into this negative cycle. And when I have found that wisdom key, I use it and then everything changes around me. I hope that is something that helps somebody in the room and it's added value. Thank you for allowing me to share. Absolutely. And thank you for reminding us that sometimes it is about doing heart surgery, <laughs> that we really have to. And this is a song. This is no wisdom here, but you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And that's exactly what I heard, because if we have problems and patterns truly connecting with other people or them connecting with us, right, sometimes we have to look in the mirror and think I'm about curiosity. What is this trying to teach me? What did I what do I need to learn about myself so that I can truly get some heart surgery so that I can get my heart right. So thank you for sharing that with us. And then let's close it up with uh, Dakota. I think I saw you flashing and then we'll turn it over to Kate. Hey, good morning. Actually, I don't think I did, but you know, it's perfect because this is exactly how I live and everything you said today is so right. When, when troubling times or challenging times come in my way, I literally don't stress about it. I sit back and I just say, you know what? I'm going to wait and see why this is happening because it's going to be a positive outcome on the other end. I just had a really situation where it was very stressful and I didn't let it bother me. And the outcome was a $50,000 real estate gain in about a month. So instead of stressing about the negative, I just sat back, trusted that God had my back and I was you know, going the way I'm supposed to go. And if we live that way, there's so much less stress. If you just trust and believe, like you said, it does make a huge, huge difference. Thank you so much for this. Thank you, Dakota. You were absolutely right. Stress less, stress less and get blessed more. <laughs> So thank you for that share. Um, so this is Dr. Janie Lacey, and I'm going to turn it over to Kate. And thank you for your time and attention. And I'm hoping that you are taking some notes because we're going to have some shift changers as you shift up on today.
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.